0: Chapter 48, Sri Sai Sacharita. This chapter describes the story of Shevde and Sapatnekar. They were colleagues studying jurisprudence. Once, when a group of them were discussing the subject and answering questions, when they realized that Shevde was the least prepared for the examination, so they asked him about it. But confidently, he replied, that he would definitely pass, as his Sadguru, Sri Sai Baba, had said so. Sapatnekar was curious about this, so he spoke to Shevdey confidentially about Baba. Shevdey said, Baba is a unique Sadpurush. There are many spiritual gurus, but Baba is God Almighty Himself, and whatever He says, can never, ever be false. Hearing this, his colleagues, including Sapatnekar, laughed and mocked Baba. When the results of the examination were declared, both Sapatnekar and Shevde had passed. Ten years later, Sapatnekar was devastated when his only son passed away following a throat infection. He made numerous pilgrimages and read various spiritual scriptures, but he was restless as ever. It was then that he remembered Shivde's words about Baba's divinity and decided to go to Shirde with his younger brother Pundalik Rao. However, when he went forward to have darshan, Baba said, Chal or get away. He tried again with Bala Shimpi, and again with the same result. Then, Baba asked him to leave, so he had to obey and return home. A year later, his wife dreamt of Baba. In the dream, she was going to fill her pitcher with water from the Ladaksa well. There, she saw Baba seated under a neem tree, close by. When he said, Why get exhausted for nothing? I will fill your pitcher with pure water. She got frightened and hurried home with an empty pitcher. The next morning, she narrated her dream. Her husband seized the opportunity, and they both made the pilgrimage to Shirdi. When she reverentially prostrated at Baba's feet, Baba narrated, all about her aches and pains, and at that very moment, they vanished. But when he came forward, he was greeted by the same hut. But Sapatnikar had truly repented and was devoted. So he met Baba in solitude and begged Baba to forgive him. Then he laid his head on Baba's feet, and Baba blessed him. Then a shepherdess came there, and Baba narrated His entire life story in detail, including the loss of His only son. Then Baba said, "'This fellow thinks I killed a son. Do I kill people's children? Now I will bring that very child in his wife's womb.' The next day, they were to return home. So, Sapatnekar gave Baba Dakshina and Baba blessed him. Baba gave him a coconut to be placed in the oti of his wife's sari. And within a year, they had their first son, Murlidar, and subsequently, two other boys were born to them. The Sapatnekars remained forever faithful and devoted to Baba. Now, I'll narrate the Leela that is given in the Shri Sai Leela magazine, as narrated by Parvati Sapatnikar. Mahadev Vaman Sapatnikar and the Removal of Doubts It was at the insistence of his father that Mahadev Vaman Sapatnikar, an attorney and a resident of Akkal court, first visited Shirdi in 1913. At that point, Sapatnekar was disillusioned and troubled by the turn of events in his life. He was a 33-year-old widower, and had lost his wife and son to diphtheria. He blamed God for his loss. Then, he married Parvati Bhai, a young girl who was just 13 years old. But even after four years of marriage, his wife was unable to conceive. Also, his wife suffered from terrible pain in her abdomen and trunk. mother’s father, Vaman Sapatnikar, insisted that he go to Shirdi and seek Baba's blessings. Vaman had heard a glowing account of Baba's divinity from Shivde who was Madhav's friend and classmate. In Chapter 48 of the Shri Sai Sacharita, Shevde's story is beautifully described. Shevde, a strong devotee of Sai Baba, was quite unprepared for the forthcoming examination, but was confident that he would pass, as Baba had assured him of success. In the bygone days a son never questioned his father but implicitly followed his orders therefore although mahadev lacked faith in baba he did as his father advised and along with his younger brother pundalik rao set out for shirdi upon reaching shirdi they went to the dwarkamai to pay obeisance to baba but When Mahadev bent to touch Baba's feet, he roared, Chalhat! and shoved him with such force that his turban flew out of the Sanctum Sanctorum. Mahadev stayed in Shirdi for three days, and whenever he tried to meet Baba, he received the same Chalhat treatment. Mahadev felt humiliated and hurt and returned home in a gloomy frame of mind. Parvati Bhai has recounted those days when her husband went to Shedi. I had a keen desire to accompany him. In those days, a wife was subservient and couldn't speak to her husband openly. So I was left with my in-laws at Madgaon. That night, while I was sleeping, Besides my sister-in-law, I had a dream wherein I saw a bright flash of light. At that moment, I remembered that there was not a drop of water in the house, so I took a pitcher and went to the nearby well. The well was called Lakardasa Well. I was in a great hurry, as the daughter-in-law was not supposed to go out of the house alone. I needed to fetch the water and returned before my father-in-law returned from court. There, I saw a Fakir standing next to the well. He approached me and said, "'My dear girl, why get exhausted needlessly? I shall get your pitcher filled with pure water.' I was scared, so as I suspected the Fakir had some bad intention, My fears were confirmed when he lifted his kafni and sat down to pass urine in front of me. I was petrified and ran home as fast as I could. However, he ran after me, saying, Lassie, don't run away. I have come to give you something. On reaching home, I closed the door securely. But the fakir came to the door and threw small pebbles through the slits in the door. "'Lassie, I have come to give you something,' the Fakir repeatedly said. I was about to shout when I got up sweating profusely with fright, when I realised that it was just a dream. I woke my sister-in-law and asked her what the time was. However, she jokingly said, "'Aren't you able to sleep? Aha! Your husband has gone to Shedi, and you must be dreaming of him.' The next morning, I narrated the dream to my mother-in-law. My father-in-law overheard it and inquired about it in great detail. He sternly told my husband to go to Shirdi and take me with him, as there was some divine message hidden in the dream. My husband was reluctant to revisit Shirdi and get insulted again, but my father-in-law insisted, that we go, taking with me, his elder brother's wife, who didn't have a son till then. Hence, we went to Shirdi. Baba was returning from Lendi Bagh at that time. I was stunned, as he was the same Fakir I had seen in my dreams. Then, looking at me, he started yelling, "'Oh, dear Mother, my abdomen and trunk are aching terribly!' I was baffled and concerned and wanted to know what was wrong with Him. The devotees explained that Baba often acted like this, and relieved the devotees of their maladies by taking it upon Himself. I, however, couldn't stop giggling at His perfect play-acting of my symptoms. Two months later, the nagging pain in my abdomen and trunk disappeared and I was filled with gratitude for Baba. Later in the day, we went to have Darshan in Dwarka Mai. My husband went forward with flowers and fruits. Again, Baba said, Chalhat. When my turn came, however, Baba allowed me to place my head on His feet, and He made me sit near Him. He placed His palm in a container of Udhi, and with a little force, placed the palm on my forehead and blessed me. He said, "'Take one, two, three, or four. How many do you want?' This was in regard to my barren state. Later, I had eight sons and one daughter, and Baba fulfilled His promise. My husband was filled with remorse and repentance for having doubted Baba when Shivde spoke about Baba's benevolence. He decided to stay on at Shivde, until Baba forgave and blessed him. Once he saw Baba seated alone in the Dwarkamai, so he ran up and clasped His feet, beseeching forgiveness. Baba placed His hand on His head and made Him sit close by. Meanwhile, a shepherdess came there, and started massaging Baba's feet. Looking at Sapatnekar, Baba said, "'This gentleman thinks I killed his son. Do I kill people's sons? Now I shall bring a son in his wife's womb.' Filled with joy, my husband again fell at Baba's feet with tears gushing down his cheeks. He ran to where we were staying, and excitedly narrated what happened. He asked me to make Puran Polis as an offering to Baba. However, I had already prepared Sheera, as Bapu Sahib Jog had suggested. Then both of us went for aarti and I handed my platter of Sheera to Jog. He kept it in the rear of the plates brought by various devotees. After the Arte Baba was given a plate filled with the offerings but Baba pushed it aside, and leaned over and pulled my platter towards Him. With great relish, He ate a handful of sheera from my plate. The next day was Thursday, and we saw the Chaudi procession. Parvati narrates unusual information about the Chaudi procession. She recalls, Baba never sat in the Palki. If devotees lifted him and put him inside the palki, he disappeared and was seen walking at the back of the palki. Baba often broke into a dance with great agility. He put one foot forward, then the other foot, and danced in abandon. He rhythmically moved to the clash of the cymbals, his little body swaying like a reed. It was a sight that Lord Indra would have envied. Baba's face shone with brilliant glow, like Lord Vithala. The Sapatnekars were to leave Shirdi the next day. Before leaving, they went to seek Baba's permission. Mahadev told his wife, "'I shall offer one rupee as Dakshina to Baba. If he asks again, I will happily give him one more rupee.' But if he asks for more money, I will have to sell my gold ring and your bangles." To Madaev's great surprise, Baba only asked for two rupees, and repeated the exact same words that Sapatnikar had said to his wife in the room. Hearing this, the doubts that were still lurking in his mind disappeared, and he was convinced about Baba's sanctity and omnipresence. Thus, Mahadev Sapatnikar became an ardent devotee of Baba. This is taken from Shre Sahi Leela magazine, volume 65, July 1986. Parvati Bhai's Children and Mahadev's Faith. With Baba's blessings, The Sapatnikars had eight sons and one daughter. After the unforgettable visit to Shirdi, the very next year, that is 1915, Parvati Bhai became pregnant and delivered a bonny, healthy baby. The boy was christened Murlidhar, and when he was eight months old, they took him to Shirdi. When Murlidhar was placed at Baba's feet, Baba picked him and laid him on his lap, and cooed and spoke to him. In due course of time, Parvati had two more sons named Bhaskar and Dinkar. Both were fortunate to have Baba's Darshan. When Dinkar was about three months, Parvati Bai took him to Shirdi and placed him at Baba's feet. Baba lifted the baby in his hands and threw him in the air with great force. However, nothing untoward happened to Dinkar, and he was caught by the devotees seated there. Dinkar says, "...because Baba threw me in the air, while I was a child, a transformation occurred, and I became very spiritual from a very young age." Parvati Bhai recalls, "...after our first son Murlidhar was born, my husband's faith in Sai Baba became firm. In the years to come, it develops stronger, so much so that when our second son Bhaskar died at the age of 10 years, he did not blame Baba. On the other hand, he called all our children together and stood them before Baba's photograph and said, Baba, take away all of them. I shall not mind, as they are all yours. However, I shall not give up my faith in you." Years later, Dinkar said, "'My father was initially devoted to Lord Datta, and used to go on a pilgrimage to Gangapur frequently. A year after the loss of his first son, Madhav visited Gangapur. In a state of bereavement and anguish, he jumped into the river, with the intent of ending his wretched life, and lo, Lord Tata Himself pulled him out of the river, and asked him to go to Akalkot. A few years later, Sai Baba drew My Father into his flock, and made him a staunch devotee. From this story, it is crystal clear that the Darshan and blessing of any saint are impossible without good karma and penance of past lives. Possibly, Baba wanted to show My Father, He and Lord Dutta are the same. Baba wanted to push My Father's original spirituality by removing His disappointment and sorrow of family life. Thus, the Chalhatha drama may have been, Baba's secret method for removing all negative energy that enveloped My Father's very being. This was Baba's unique method of drawing My Father to Him, and guiding Him on His spiritual path. The Sapatnekars originally hailed from a village, Sapatne, and hence were called Sapatnekars. Later, they moved to Madgaon. Practicing law was the family profession, and even to this day, it is followed by the members of the family. Mahadev became a well-known pleader at court. He was an affluent landowner, had his own home and property. In 1961, some of his family members moved to Pune. Parvati Bhai went to stay at Pune with her son, Dinkar, as she had a paralytic stroke. She was 88 years old at that time, and was not in good health. Parvati Bhai passed away on 30th of October, 1983 at 4pm. According to the Hindu calendar, this was the same month that Baba took Maha Samadhi. Also, like Baba, Parvati Bai breathed her last after the 10th day had finished, and Ekadashi had commenced. At the time of the death, she was conscious, till the last moment, and left the world peacefully with a smile on her face. This is taken from Shri Sai Leela magazine, Volume 65, July 1986. And this concludes the commentary on the chapter. Om Sai Ram